Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminal Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chofel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Almost falling out of the chair, boys. Hour number two. Seminal Headlines. I was scurrying. Mm, oh, you were. That was why. I don't know if Corey, because I see. I saw you coming back in the room, and I, like, I don't know if Corey could see you first. And I was, it was like watching your team, like the – not call a timeout. Yeah, get the field goal in on the <laughs> yeah. field. Let's go. We're like watching Jimbo get a play in. <laughs> like sometime today. <laughs> By the time he gets to the line, there's two seconds. Yeah. Jimbo's, Let's Jim, go. Jimbo still, if you watch him this season, oh. he's getting plays in at like 16, 15 seconds. And then two seconds after it's been signaled in, he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's mad it's at them. Like, yeah. like, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you, that is the number one thing besides the colorful colorful language between the coaches that I learned during that spring game was the pace of play calling is insane. It's almost like before you ever see the result of the given call, you have to have a second and third call prepared. But a lot of down and distance stuff has to be weighed into that. So look, man, I call this screen. Is it second and two or is it second and 11? I need to know, but they're already like, no, you can see how frustrating two of you are the quarterback. It's in your ear. And you're just standing there, and you're looking at that play clock. Well, I need to read a safety pre-snap. I've got a lot of things i got to do to check. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, all these offenses. Get it to me quick. All these offenses have options. There's a check with me at the line of scrimmage, and I'm waiting. And I'm still waiting, well, Jimbo. It was funny last night watching uh, the Peyton, the Manning cast. Yeah, because, which uh, is great. When they had Joe Burrow on, and, and they were there was like a third and 14, and I think Eli or Peyton was like, what do you like here? And Burrow's like, nothing? <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And it's just funny. Like, these are the most – Joe Burrow's is – there, is there a quarterback in the world more confident than Joe Burrow? I love that dude. I wouldn't think. Maybe and Mahomes. He's, and he's sitting there going, man, third and 14, what do you want me to do? It's professional like, that's an football. NFL defense. Yeah. Like, that makes punt. It's all the Here's more just reason. perspective. It's all the more reason why when your defense gives up third and 14, oh, yeah. especially if they give it up rather easily. What about a fourth and you're 14? You're like, man, what are we <laughs> – Those are even like, worse. What, you know, almost, and that's almost fourth and 14. You're like, okay, they kind of scrambled a little bit. There's right. desperation. They're probably off schedule there. Quarterback might have even been off platform. But yeah, like a third and 14, when you see a guy just drop back in rhythm, hit somebody, how is that possible, guys? <laughs> there's there's no play for that. What are you doing? Uh, this hour brought to you by Birch Orthodontics. Really, the show brought to you by Birch mm. Orthodontics. Always, Dr. Birch, the ride and die orthodontist. And really, I would think an orthodontist that not only these days providing great smiles for everybody else, has a permanent smile on her own face, knowing that 9-3 and three with the Calvary coming yeah. and people returning and more success on the way. It's always a fun visit, but now it's got to just be like 
flashing lights and beverages for all, and everybody's <laughs> exactly. having a good time when you go see Dr. Birch. Uh, Stephanie's son just went there. I can I can actually add yes, something here. Oh, hey. Um, not, Beyond- not a relation to me, but uh, and he got his uh, his bands for his braces were uh, Florida State colored. Oh, look at that. I didn't know they did stuff like that anymore, but I, uh, these Dr. days, Birch but I guess does. they do, yeah. You can get Florida State colors on your uh, on your braces, kids. My son, uh, Clark, currently has uh, green and red for Christmas. Oh, all right. Well, that's yeah. something a little, little green and red. Now, right. when he, he'll get them off, he'll put a different color on. It's very important to the kids to be able to change it. It's sure. almost like a grill. Yeah. Do your thing. I was also thinking of a new motto for Dr. Birch. Mm. How about smile, don't care who fixes it? <laughs> but we uh, do. Uh, well, yeah, well, we, we kind of do. do. We do yeah. care. We want him to go to her. All right. That's a bad yeah, motto. Yeah. Smile cares who fixes care it. Who, who fixes that smile? smile cares who the fixes worst it. motto ever. We'll, we'll have to I edit know why that out you wanted YouTube. to co- incorporate it. I know why you wanted to, but yeah, no, that's you, we do care that you go see Dr. Birch. All right. Let's get to the questions. There are plenty. Everybody's excited as they should be. Uh, let's read Texas Knoll. He says, Who has played the biggest role in the leap in production slash development? Of Jordan Travis, in your opinion, is it Norvell? Is it Tony? Or was this just a natural progression we could have seen coming, assuming he stayed healthy? I don't think it's something we would have seen coming. No, you couldn't have. Uh, I think he's taken a huge step forward. We knew we knew there was ability there. The degree to which we thought he would get better was debated. We knew he'd get better because he's a hard worker. But I think you got to give that uh, all of them. You got to give Jordan can, credit. You got to give. Can we interrupt your answer to read the uh, chat that? Yeah. Matthew sure. just put it up there. What did I miss? Melissa says, I'm sitting and listening at Dr. Burst's office as we speak. And Lots you- of joy and cheer. Nice. Thanks, Melissa. All nice. right, Melissa. Well done. We're not lying to you. All right. The question <laughs> we is, don't lie. Uh, the answer so, is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it means everybody. It takes a village. I mean, it really is no, everybody. That's true, though. Because if it's not for Kenny Dillingham, it's not for Norvell, if it's not for Tokars, if it's not for Atkins, I mean, I just think it really has been a joint yeah. effort. I mean, in Jordan. And I, mean, I and I also think Dilly, he's he's somewhere else now, two two yeah. places removed, but him instilling confidence in that kid when he didn't have much and he was getting yeah. booed at home, you can't overstate how much that meant to, to Jordan Travis' yeah. development. My fault. Just belief. Belief that he could do it. I don't know that Norvell was convinced. I, I certainly know that the previous staffs weren't convinced. None of us were convinced. Kenny Dillingham always seemed pretty convinced that Jordan Travis could be right. a good college quarterback. Yeah, and ultimately Jordan gets the most credit because he's from where he came from to he's where he is now hard, yeah. is incredible, and that's a lot of work and effort. But uh, the other thing I would say is, like, if Devin Travis, I think, deserves part. I mean, having a big brother like Devin Travis, who's a Major League Baseball player, has been through all the things Devin's been through with injuries. And yeah. I think he's been a great resource for Jordan because he not only supports him because he's his brother – but he's, he's a professional athlete and a professional coach. So I think he's given him some really good advice throughout the way, too. It's been everybody. I mean, I'm sure his family, too. It usually is um, a large group. of. I, I want to circle back, though, while we're all weighing in on this. Tony gets not enough credit. Yeah. Tokars told me before the year he was sure that we would see a different Jordan Travis. And, and that was at the luncheon we were all at. And I talked with him one-on-one, and he kept saying, no, no. He's, he's healthy. He's confident. You're going to see him take real steps forward. So and we all watch those two work together one-on-one yeah. every day. So I want to make sure I give a shout-out to him. Yeah, and how about, again, Mike Norvell basically putting his entire career on the line for yeah. Jordan Travis, honestly. <laughs> yeah, because or if his career he, here, anyhow. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah but if, if he you, fizzles if you out of Florida, Florida State, State, I don't know that you got a chance to because, get another shot like this again. Because there are a lot of people who know a lot about football who are asking – 
is he really putting everything on Jordan Travis last offseason when he didn't go any get anybody out of the portal? Right. Didn't really look hard to 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 get make it find somebody out of the high school ranks to challenge him. I mean, he went he kind of went all in with Jordan Travis and it's paid off, but that's a big step too. A lot of credit to be passed around. Chris noted that he went to the Army-Navy game this weekend. We saw Chris Smith's tweet last oh, yeah, week yeah. and awesome. uh, over the weekend, and it was awesome. And he was encouraging everybody to do that, fathers and sons. So here's what I propose, fellas. The three of us and my father, Army-Navy next year. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me to take Brady. Uh-uh. Let's go. No, Brady no, can go to some other time. Some other time. We're going with my pops. That's not a bad let's idea. Let's go Army. Like Actually, it does sound like a good idea. idea. We should really do Where, it. He's don't been... they have it in Jacksonville occasionally? Haven't they had no, it in Jacksonville No, they do not before? have it in Jacksonville. They rotate it, though. Well, they're starting to next year, and it's going to be in, in not in this order, Boston, New York, uh, Lincoln Financial, Philadelphia, also, I think in DC. So, so the all next the places years, where it's eleven degrees, they well, can't let those be, players go play in Honolulu. And man, come on, man! Let, give those kids a vacation no. out of the. They're they're the rest of their lives are going to be tough. It's man. rotating for the next five years. All right, and, well, we'll find and, the one that's closest that we can drive. Well, to. I mean, I, where do you want to? Where do you want to go? Fenway? You want to go to Yankee no. Stadium? You want to go to? Will you fly if you get to sit next to his dad? On the plane? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't care where we are in the stadium. Yeah, as long as I'm next to this old man on the plane. Kodak writes, with Destin Hill finally showing up, how much el- eligibility does he have left? Who knows? And then he wants to know if I ever went to, wanted to go into coaching. Uh, a little bit. Uh, back in the day, it's a lot of work, man. That's way too much work. You never see, like, if you have a family or anything. You don't see them. Uh, yeah, so that's out there. Sam Spiegelman, who covers recruiting, and in, in particularly in the areas of Louisiana and Texas and some of those areas, uh, Works for On3, our network, Mm -hmm. reported last night that he's hearing from a source that Destin Hill of the 2021 signing class. Are we serious now? That's what he reported. I think he's 2020, isn't he? Maybe maybe it's 20. I think it feels like 2015, 2016. 2021 like 18 months ago. He came in with Rudolph and Irmon Lane, didn't he? (laughs) That he's still trying to come to Florida State. We Jimbo are, was pumped. We're uh, we're all yeah. We're we're just gonna see what happens. If he ha- if it happens, it happens. As far as eligibility, if he hasn't gone to college anywhere, junior college, anything, he, yeah, he's got he's still got all, his, all of his eligibility. Yes, he does. Levi, I like that name. Writes over under one and a half first round draft picks on this team next year if first comes back. How many? One and, one and a half. half. So you think there's two players that are first round draft picks on this team? I don't know. Trey Benson could be. I might take the over. Benson and verse. I would think you'd have a better shot at one of the linemen proven to be something. Offensive linemen proven to be something. And I'm not talking about like Armella. He obviously wouldn't be drafted next year, but I'm not sometime down the line. I'm not those linemen to be a first-round draft choice. If Johnny, changed, if Johnny became a consistent pass catcher, I could see him being there. But I, don't, I wouldn't bet on it. Or maybe Jaheim Bell if he has a big breakout year right. in offense like he this. Might, he might. Yeah, I mean, that might be an answer. I still say under. I'm saying under. Yeah, if I had to pick right now. Yeah, if you made me pick the over, I'd bet it on Verse and Benson. But I would take the under as we sit here today. Uh, Jay writes, with Jordan Travis's return and Mike's offensive scheme, which focuses on run first, can you debate a true path to the Heisman in Mike's scheme in 2023? If all the drops this season had been completions, he may have been an NYC this year. Your thoughts? Um, I don't They'd know. Probably if he, win the NC State game. Well, I was going to say you have another win. Yeah. I don't know that I would uh, say he would have been there this year. I, listen, if if they decide to incorporate his legs more, or if they feel more comfortable with allowing him to run, then you know that's the path. But it, it would be difficult for him otherwise. I, I wonder what they're going to now because they have so many skill guys now with Jaheim here, and I talked about this on Wake Up Warchant every day. Everyone, or mostly every day. 
um, a great podcast with me and Aslan. You guys Indeed. know it. I mean, yeah. you yeah. talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, Usually just amongst each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'd, be, it'd be cool if y'all, like, you know, instead shout of, it out uh, out loud. Well, you sometimes. know, instead, well, we do occasionally. Even instead of the uh, watch alongs with D Rob for the football games, like, Jeff and I have a like a listen along to oh, wake so up wake up war chant. We just call it hits at midnight. Mm-hmm. Y'all just oh that's cool, man. I yeah. didn't know that. That yeah. means a lot. You guys, I don't want you to get a big head. It's well documented that I'm an early riser, but so is Ira. Right. So yeah. we have so guys are up we, doing yeah, it. We're up doing it. Yeah. But so I brought up like when you have this kind of offensive talent coming back. You know, he's not Jimbo Fisher in his slow pace of an offense. No, they play quick, but he's not super fast either. Doesn't do have you, to be. Do you think he gets a little? There were a lot of games this year where they had like four possessions and a half. I think with the offense you have coming back, you need to maximize it, speed it up, I don't know, four four seconds of play. It'll depend on what your defense is, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because they're but, playing complimentary football. But you can't go with this kind of weaponry, you can't go you can't go halves and have the ball four times. But like, I also don't try to I'm not trying to win championships winning fifty to forty five either. So if your defense I'm is trying a, to win a Heisman. That, that this well, all goes back to the Heisman <laughs> question. You gotta give I'm Jordan a couple games. extra possessions. Yeah. All right. Because I think you give him a couple extra possessions, you're going to score. That's an extra, I don't know, four or five points and a lot more touchdowns throughout a year. Uh, Big T writes, some say the portal is a short-term quick fix. One long-term advantage, though, let some other teams spend one or two scholarship years building the kid up to college ready. Yeah. Then we swoop in for an immediate starter on, in depth. Yeah, no, that is the that is the benefit. You got a guy, the kid that we just brought in, you know, was really well thought of coming out of Aldosta. Almost came to Florida State. I think it would have been a nightmare at the time had he come here because obviously we weren't ready-made. He'd probably be gone by now. Yeah, he's walking into a ready-made situation, and he's polished because he's yeah. played a lot of big-time college football. Yeah, the so, downside is, of course, other people are going to try to poach your guys. And it's about to happen. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Enjoy this upcoming year. Saban, <laughs> the, poaching, the poaching's about to happen. Saban's living that life, man. He's got to, He's got to alter the way he does yeah. things, right? Like, you, he's just lost 20, 20 dudes. Uh, I know we're getting some portal guys. Your thoughts on the young defensive linemen and defensive ends that we didn't see much of this year. Also, I'm ready for Christmas pie. Hmm. Oh, all right, Too early for that. That's no. the spirit. We yeah. just got past Thanksgiving pie, and he's yeah. already looking at he's, the Christmas he's pie. He's thinking about the next serving I, of pie. I like the young defensive linemen. I think we all do. We're out there practice. Some of the guys that you haven't seen, besides Joshua Farmer, who we like, Daryl Jackson is transferring in from Miami. I like a lot. Uh, but uh, I really like Daniel Lyons, who was a true freshman this year, played some. I like Dante Anderson, the young the defensive Fasas, end. Fasas, Bar- if I could say his oh, name. Yeah, yeah. I have Bami Tafasi. 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 He's got a lot of potential. The uh, uh, Byron Turner defensive end, we've seen him coming along. Byron Turner overdrive. That's what Corey Boom. calls what I call Instead him. Instead of Bachman, I got yeah. you. I'm here for you. Literally every single time we we mention him at practice, we get that. The other audience is not going to have any. No idea. idea. I don't care. I don't no. care. That's for you. I was like, good one. Just for us. Good no, one no, he does not ever say that. No cap. No, no cap. Uh, will we ever know what happened to Destin Hill? He's apparently ro- enrolling here. So we we'll get to ask him. I mean, Norvell lets us talk to everyone on the staff, everyone on the team. So we'll get to ask him. Garrett, we'll be answering that question soon enough. We'll be able to tell you. We can ask him what was it like at Drifted Sea for three years? <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be found. Did he have a volleyball? If he shows up with the volleyball, yeah, he's got there a volleyball with him. Guys, you'll never believe this. Um, when the college football playoff goes to twelve teams, will it be shared between Fox and ESPN? I uh, don't know that we know that yet. We, do we? I don't think we know, know but I would know. assume that there will be bidding amongst many. I wouldn't assume they would. Who who would decide to share it? Well, that's I mean, what that's I wonder. What, I mean, they do it in the NFL. I mean, the NFL decides, right, but the NFL right. has a commissioner. Who it, in the well, college if, football if, would decide yeah, we're going to split it? Yeah, if it becomes uh, 
Yeah, I mean the college football playoff committee or whatever, because that's separate from the NCAA, right? I mean, yeah, yes, so, it's completely separate. So yeah, they could come up with their own. Will Winston Wright play in the bowl game? South Georgia Noel wants to know. I mean, he's eligible, right? He he wouldn't lose a year. He wouldn't burn a year. He's it'd be the only game he played. So I the answer to that is had, I don't know. He is at practice. Yeah, I mean, when we asked Norvell, basically something along those lines, he said. It didn't sound like there's a big priority to try to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But let's just get him ready to play yeah. next year. So I mean, it's possible, but yeah, I don't, I don't foresee it. Allen wants to know, gents, do you think the transfer portal has overshadowed in some ways, overtaken National Signing Day? Well, we were kind of kicking that subject around earlier. I, I think it's certainly changed the way you view <sighs> roster development. I mean, there's no doubt it's no longer the be all end all that it once was. Destin Hill is a state of mind. That's what Kevin Johnson says. That's funny. <laughs> I also think that what has happened with the NIL has taken a lot of the steam off his National Signing Day because, you know, Florida State fans obviously are particularly jaded because of what happened happened last year with Travis Hunter. But I think that's probably the case with a lot of fan bases where how much do you really believe in a commitment until the guy actually signs? So the buildup is probably not going to be as feverish. Mm. I mean, it's, it's kind of been a steady progress because when he moved up from February to December – that took away some of it. Now you had an IL to it. Then you transfer portal. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all minimized it's, a lot. But I think uh, not, I, what it used to be, man, it was a holiday. It was, oh, like it was a, incredible. It was a massive. It was incredible. It was and now it's deal. lost all that luster. Plus, if if they somehow came with a window where like this, I don't know, December December 29th is the last day you can commit to a school as a portal kid. December 29th would become a national holiday again. Imagine that, like. We all got excited about Portal Day, and it was just kids announcing. Yeah. So, so it's not the, nearly as cool fifth, as kids at midnight, committing. We were like, whoa! Yeah. Let the fun begin! But there was a thousand not a, kids entered the damn <laughs> But nobody no, nobody you knew was coming your way. Right. But if you had a day where they had, they, you knew they were all going to announce, that would be National Signing Day times 10, because you're getting all these... Yeah. Imagine USC, like, on one day, getting Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison. Are you kidding? That would be bigger than any signing... Like, <laughs> Well, yeah. Attention-wise, any signing class they ever got. What's also kind of interesting is because you know the kids. It's also interesting that the transfer portal, like now a guy commits, like this Jaheim Bell commits to Florida State yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, okay, it's a done deal. He's on Florida State's team yeah. next year. It's a, over. Well, he could change his mind. I mean, Ira. no, I'm just saying, uh, like, what are we doing? It wasn't signing day, is my point to the right. point he's making. Like, yeah. there, there's, but, but that's it's college basketball has always been that way. When commits kid kids commit in college basketball. It's over. The other, it's just done. For whatever reason, college football, high school guys, it become it's this fluid process until they're actually. I, I do have a question, and maybe you can answer this for me because I don't know the answer, and that's ignorance on my part. But so a transfer portal kid puts his name, or a kid puts his name in the transfer portal. I'm here. I'm available. Come and get me. All right. And then Florida State says, "All right, come on down. We want you." What is now? He can just up and. This is this hits close to home because of the yeah, situation last uh, right, right, early we, last year with a certain learned, offensive lineman. But, but we've no, learned a lot since then, and a lot yeah. of other things have happened. Yeah, there. I mean, from my understanding is really the only thing that would be binding is for transfers. Maybe I'm wrong, but my understanding is like when they show up for class. Yeah, so the first day, they have to go to class. That's it. 
or when they sign their NIL contract. Well, that's not, uh, no, nope. well, our <laughs> NLI, NLI contract. That's his point. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, got yeah. questions to answer. Yeah, well, we've got a break to get to, but it, there are still some unknown elements with all of this, and it is fascinating. But, now, it's, but that's the lay of the land of the trip. My point, the yeah. reason I was saying that is because he was talking about having like a signing the, at the end of the transfer process. This That's not how this works. This process is the exact opposite where – you're trying to fill up spots and get it done, and the players want to get it done. Yeah. Everybody wants to yeah. get it done. Signing day is the exact opposite. Players are waiting to the last minute for oh, yeah. that. They want to ride that sucker. Yeah. The transfers aren't. They know they got to get deals done. They got to move on. Seminole headlines and more headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Two things that are kind of related here that'll be interesting. Ira, I'll start with this one because it makes me laugh, and we, we have openly discussed this before, but Nicholas writes, last week Ira said that Miami was in a much bigger rebuild than most people think. It's been 20 years. When we when can we drop the re from build? <laughs> mm, amen. Amen. All right. And by the way, so this this is how this relates, and I'll answer this deftly. I'll do the best I can here, boys. Uh, you know, Ruiz lately, who is the big NIL guy for Miami. Uh, well, here it is. Uh, John Ruiz questioning battles in based on anything other than a billionaire being jealous of success uh, is his question. He's pointing that out. Well, obviously, he's feeling pressure now that Florida State has a collective that is succeeding in retaining uh, talented players and luring others. And Miami has a real uphill battle. And when you go about the process of bringing in a bunch of transfer portal guys, I want to tie all this together. If you don't have an established culture, then you run the risk of jealousy and infighting in the locker room if things don't go as planned. And clearly with Mario Cristobal in year one, things did not go as planned. And there was a lot of finger pointing, also a lot of losing. A lot of it. 
so in front of not many people. Right. So nobody's at your games. You continue to suck just as you have for the last 20 years, and now you've got jealousy issues, and nobody is believing that things are turning around as quickly as they had hoped based on their savior in Mario Cristobal. You've also got in. a mouthpiece on Twitter running his mouth. Every your, your day. Your benefactor runs his mouth every day, which is a horrible look. It's well, a, but but what can they do about it? Nothing. Because right. he's they the need guy the money. writing the checks. Yep. Right. But it's the, be- the beautiful thing is, what did you do last offseason? You threw money at it. And you still sucked. And so what are you going to do this year? Just throw more money at it? Well, apparently. That's their that's their effort. And if you don't have, this is why you want the balance of a culture that is healthy and vibrant and passing on the lessons learned and, 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 the, and the way of doing business on a daily basis and working to that end, along with having the money to put your money, you know, put, put your money where your mouth is and bring in star talent. You want both. You want both. But it's hard to have both. Florida State's in a really good position. So when we say the situation is as good as it's been in a long time, there's no doubt you have to appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of people point that out, like, let's appreciate this. Yeah. Agreed, because I have to confess, in a couple of years, I think there will be some elements of this that we don't like, and where guys are getting plucked from the roster. And it's also going to be harder and harder to maintain that kind of culture. Just the positive you know, because you're getting a hometown discount, I bet, with a lot of these guys. I'm sure you because are. Because they like the team. Put your hand up, man. I got you over here. I don't, I've never trusted that. You never had me. You <laughs> never had my back when it this comes guy, to the cough. One button. time, one time, and then that was no. it. He's like, I fit forever. No, no. It's I'm like I showed up late to pick him I'll up. I'll be honest one day. with you. I didn't get all of it out, yeah, so okay. I'm going to raise my hand again. How about that? He's hearing it from your mic. Well, but, what am I going to do? But it's still. And now turn your mic back on. There it is. All right, here we go. We're ready. We're ready, guys. Get it together. Get you some water. I'm good. I'm out of it. All right, so there you are. You're in a situation where they're a mess. Now, there's a question that we have here that I will answer that is, again, along those lines, and then we'll move on. Uh, He writes, hello, boys. I keep seeing the new collective battles in. It came seemingly out of nowhere. Can you tell us anything about the collective? How is it funded? Who's doing it? How did they build this up so fast? Thanks for any information. All right, so listen, I do know. I know exactly how all of it was done. And I'm not going to get into all of that. Because come to the bowling tournament <laughs> tonight. I know everything. I'm not telling you, though. Come to, come well, to the bowling no, tournament tonight. No, He'll tell kidding. you. Yeah, you'll, it, tell, you'll tell us what we can, what we can I, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, born out of maybe a disagreement uh, with, with another collective in the way that it was going about its business. And you do have, obviously, some really interested parties that Florida State succeed. They decided to step in, and, and, and they wanted to originally, I think, work with some of the other, other, other collectives. That's all I'll say. When, oftentimes when that's the case, not everybody sees eye to eye about how you go about your business. And so they said, fine, no hard feelings. We'll do this. You do your thing. There are, by the way, just so people know, there are like four or five collectives out there for Florida State. It doesn't mean that they're all very active on social media. It doesn't mean that they're all succeeding. It doesn't mean that they it once, you know— uh, there have already been at least one that's that coming on. Yeah. yeah, so th- that has happened. That's happened that's at a lot, a lot of, of schools. schools. It's yeah. a lot of schools. The current one, the Battles in that you're referencing, has obviously come in swinging and been very successful, and for that reason, it's very exciting. It doesn't really matter why or how. It matters that it succeed, and that's true everywhere. And we're an old, so I'm speaking from the standpoint of being an old. You want somebody that can prove that they're for real when it comes to this venture. Because I guarantee you, Georgia and Alabama and the teams that you have to beat, Florida recently, they're going to have it buttoned up and there are going to be a ton of guys with a lot of money willing to spend on talent. And Florida State has to have a way in that marketplace to compete. It would appear, as of now, they have 
the ability to compete. And, and the that's difference exciting. between a John Ruiz is he wants to be front and center. He it, wants to be the guy yeah. known as the guy. And they actually and they have other people too. Miami's they other significant do. boosters who you haven't heard their names. Nevin Shapiro. And that, that's the case right. with these. This is he still group. doing time or is he out? No, he's, he's out. out. He's, he's working with Ruiz. If uh, <laughs> with this group is uh, allegedly. Yeah, this group doesn't this, want the publicity the, right yeah, now. Yeah, some of the money people don't want their money. Yeah, yeah. So that's how, that's how that works. And there you go. Uh, Marlon writes, Merry Christmas, gents. Merry Christmas, Marlon. Uh, Santa was good to us this year, but with all the returns and upcoming transfers, is nine wins the floor for this team next year? Um, yeah. I, uh, Ira, you pushed back a little bit the last time we brought this up because of the road game against Clemson, the road game against Florida, and the – there's one other road game, I think. Oh, the LSU game to start the year. The opener, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, I just I think that I think there are seven games that right now I would say are W's. And I think there's a good chance they'll win three or they could win four, could win all five of the other ones. But I think to say that they, you know, only you have to win three of them is tough. I mean, I think there's gonna be four or five kind of coin toss kind of games. So I don't know. I, I would say around nine is probably about the floor. You'd be unhappy oh, if they yeah. lost four of those other five games. Yeah, if they took a step back and finished eight and four or seven and five, I, I do think that would be a, a tough pill to swallow for yeah. a lot of people but, because they are going to be so good on offense. Yeah. I agree with that. And you think a nine or ten win season, I've said this before, but a step sideways is a step forward. If you if you just get to nine wins again, that that's two stacked on nine win seasons, right. which oh, is yeah, a yeah. big, big deal. It yeah, shows that you're up. not a one-year wonder. You follow up success with the same or more success. That's a big deal, and it will help you in the high school recruiting. I mean, yeah. you're you're already doing fine in the portal, but you want to be able to build that base and relationship with high school players so that you don't have to constantly rely on the portal. And I think following up a nine win campaign with another one, they usually yep. often say that rec- the next recruiting cycle is the one that benefits most after and a good season. And I don't, yeah, I don't cover recruiting, but I am out there some, like at the camps and things like that. And I remember last summer I was out at one of FSU camps and a couple of high school coaches who I know from different parts of the state, one of them in a very prominent program was asking me about like trying to get a feel for Norvell in this program. And he was asking me like, are they for real? Do you think they, cause he had a couple of players are considering Florida. And state. you said, no, I said, go no somewhere way else. There's yeah. This no guy chance. has no, idea. he'll be gone by October. Pull a Dion <laughs> and told him to go to a different school. Yeah. yeah. No, I told him I like him a lot. The question is, can he get players like your kid? I mean, that's the, that's the only thing I needed to know. I, I knew he could coach. I believe in what they're doing. But could he get those top-level players? Well, now that coach isn't asking me that question anymore or asking anybody that question anymore. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. So I think they're going to start getting those players. And and, and to Corey's point, follow it up one more time, and now yeah. you have yeah. zero questions. Quinn writes, fellas, it appears we are losing a significant amount of experience at guard going into next season. Yet most who cover this program talk as if this offense will be just as elite as it was this year. I'm not but- sure Worley's leaving. You got Caleb Mills and Worley both coming back. <laughs> well you might played. Have a, all right. Well played. Any concerns that the offensive line takes a step back? Or are we going to be able to slide guys in and continue our offensive dominance? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that there will be continued development. Remember this, uh, Quinn. We all have all talked about this. There are a lot of good young offensive linemen on this team that didn't play this year, Armella being one of them that got in. But there are others. Uh that they've got to get more mature, they've got to figure out technique-wise, but the physical tools are there. For a long time, Florida State had offensive linemen who physically were not good enough. That's no longer the case. They've got guys that are physically good enough now. They're still being allowed to grow, and I think you'll see some of those guys take a step forward. For me, I think Estes takes a big step forward. He needs to. He's got the physical tools. He's one of the strongest guys on the team. He's mean, 
And these are all things you want. You want a nasty SOB on the interior of the offensive line who plays to the echo of the whistle and has a little what for the way Florida's offensive line did it all year long. He's one of those guys. There are others. But I also think they're going to add a guy. Yeah, And you've got Darius Washington back who's played a lot of guard. And and you've got some – exactly. I do think they're in the mix right now for for the guy from UTEP. There are some players out there on the the transfer portal that they're very active We'll be fighting with Nebraska for the kid from UTEP, just so you know. Oh, there you go. Who are you rooting for there? there? That's two (laughs) dueling interests there. Uh, Mike writes, you ever talk about us on their shows? Oh, all the time. I get asked about it it all the time, oddly. Uh, Nebraska fans will ask me questions. Don't get asked about us. Uh, Specifically you two. The Nebraska fans in Lincoln. They love us in Lincoln, (laughs) Talk a little bit about this Ira guy. Let's get to Nebraska recruiting in a second, Jeff. Talk a little bit about this Ira character. Uh, Mike writes, What's being done about Florida NIL legislation? It's a huge disadvantage. Who's spearheading the charge for change? Oh, this guy's running for office. The charge for change in the Florida legislation. Uh, It was totally ignored by the legislature last year. Yes, it was. I was just about to say that. Annoyingly so. I believe they're going to re-up the efforts. Every school in Florida wants it to be changed. They want to catch up to these other states where they can have more control over it. I think that's going to happen, but I thought it would happen last year. So Yeah, it seemed like to time was of the essence. How are we screwing this up? Jeez, come on, guys. We'll Paul wants to know uh, any word on Caden Lyle's status for next year. Uh, so Caden, I think he's probably moving on. From The best guess I got right now is I think he's he's done with playing football and wants to move into his career in coaching. And uh, I think you know we'll probably talk to Caden at some point, kind of talk about that. But, yeah, that's uh, I think he's moving on with football. All right, so but Bless Harris should be back. Bless Harris will be, be back. back. Yeah, he should be. All right, so Sean is an elite headliner who goes way back. He really wants this question answered because it's been asked before one other time by Sean, and I did ignore it. I mm. ignored it. Okay, original elite headliner. Yeah, Sean. and but this time I'm not ignoring okay. it. It's not a, it's not an unfair question. It's just a long one, and I didn't have time the last time. So here you go, Sean. Uh, he writes, I want to preface preface this with the fact that I like Mike Norvell a lot. Get ready for an insult, Mike. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> here it All due respect. Yeah, but... here we go. Yeah. Uh, he has changed the culture and has our program going into the right direction. But I didn't see anything this year to warrant an extension. He just finished his third year of a seven-year contract. He didn't play for a championship nor finish in the top ten, not going to a New Year's Day bowl game. Our rivals have first-year head coaches. You all agreed he would never win us a national title, and he needs to improve his in-game coaching. Well, I don't know if we ever we said We said if we had to, like, guess, like yeah. if we had to bet on yeah. it, we'd say. Just because we, we took the to, odds. If you had to yeah. pick one way or the other, you'd say no. The odds are no, but, yeah, he's capable of. Uh, let's not forget Jacksonville State and da-da-da-da. He's going on and on. He wants to know um, – you know, I think he's making examples that probably people don't appreciate after the season they've had. But I think the overall question is: Okay, so the, the guy still has right. The guy still has four years left on his but, contract. But also, that what is you not the climate. That of course, the, you know this. He's because the market. agent because the agent controls the climate and always has and yeah. always will. Well, apparently, well, I mean, the market's the market, and yeah. he Mike but the market is set market. by the agents and the presidents that keep agreeing to well, these. Well, the but, athletic but we directors who have never vacuum. been strong enough to stand up right. to the agent and say right. go pound and, sand. And they will not now. But but yeah, but you can't just remove yourself and pretend you're in a vacuum. Correct. So yeah, I mean, I think my my guess is that he will get somewhat of an extension and somewhat of a raise. I don't think Florida State's going to go crazy about one season. I don't think you're going to see a Michigan State contract. Agreed. And for the reason that Michigan State just provided. I mean, that was a great year followed by a horrible year. It's what happens all the time. People ride that hot hand and talk about that guy over there as the reason we're not what we should be. And then that guy sucks and they never bring it back up again. I'll give credit to Aslan for that. 
What's last that? year, the <laughs> whole like year. You just had a eureka. Yeah. You know, I thought for years, can I give Aslan last credit year, for anything? I, had to do and was, I just figured it out. I was defending Norvell against Mel Tucker, Lane Kiffin, all these guys. Oh, these guys are doing it here, and these yeah, guys and are doing it here. Off a cliff. And it's like, well, but Aslan will come back this year and be like, well, yeah, Mel Good. Tucker was terrible this year, and Lane Kiffin's lose. My guy Lane's losing and the our, game. And our guy Pittman at Arkansas yeah. sucked this yeah, year. Yeah, he brought him up too. So yeah, so that that's you can't. You never know how it's going to turn out after one or two years. Right. And so, yeah, I think from my perspective is I think Florida State should and will let Mike Norvell know that they won't appreciate him, get him closer to market value, but I doubt that it's a, a crazy deal. We all agree the way they operate this business is yeah. absurd, and I but think they are in the middle of the right. absurdity. To the larger point, right. And to the larger point that Sean's making, he, he sees the absurdity of the market, but yes. the market is the market, as yeah. Iris said. So that's like... Unless you're willing to just buck that and let a coach walk because you're going to say, no, no how, no way, I'm giving you anything, you don't want to start over again. That's why they always feel handcuffed. And They're not going to start over again. And it's, you know, and I don't think I don't think Mike Norvell's going to operate this way, but his agent is Jimmy Sexton. And, and Jimmy we know Sexton how he's going to operate that way. But the reality is, Florida State's a little bit behind a barrel because, or mm. under a barrel, what are you with a barrel? On the oh, barrel? Under over the a barrel. barrel. On the barrel. barrel. You're over a barrel. Over a barrel. I think, think, of, it, think of it that way. Over a barrel. A little You're bit. over a barrel. Is that the same? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. got him bent over a barrel. Because mm. he kicked the barrel out, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But well, I always just. I, or the way you described it, which is yes, totally, yes. totally yeah, that different. That seems, that seems anyway. inappropriate, but equally as unsettling. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> just Norvell yeah. over a barrel. No, Norvell's got Florida no. State, the yeah, entire yeah, university, yeah, yeah. over a barrel. No, no. The agent, Jimmy Sexton, oh, has right. Florida State over a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> we did not need the illustration He's just uh, either. holding it like this. Anyway. I'm preparing. The, the, where, where I do think Florida State's a lot of over a barrel. Nice work, Matthew. Is they... You just looked cheap five years ago. the The narrative yeah. was you lost Jimbo Fisher because you wouldn't put money into the school, which was nonsense. So but if you're Jimmy Sexton, you could play the card of man. You guys want to you want you want to look cheap again? Yeah. So, but I don't think how that work I, out for old Jimbo. Yeah. Well, for specifically Jimbo, it worked the, out the great. Bank, Maybe sure. not for A and M. So yeah. anyway, so my point is that they. They may have to give up a little bit more than they expected because the narrative is so bad for Florida State nationally from yeah. that perspective. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it's. I think they're going to meet him and make him happy, and they'll move on. Well, and the shame of that too is that if you looked collectively at the coaching staff, they're paid above amongst the upper echelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It yeah. was they were never cheap. It was. It was silly. Seminole headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Before we get out of here in the remaining 10 minutes, really quickly, one more time, want to uh, thank all of you who signed up and those of you that have contributed and done your best to help out and those that are still planning on doing so. The bowling tournament to benefit the Guardian Ad Litem uh, happens tonight at 7 o'clock, District 850. If you're not bowling, that's all right. You can still help out in any way possible. Just swing on by and be able to contribute whatever it is you can 
uh, the kids of the Guardian Adelitem certainly thank you. It's so that they can have a Christmas uh, and, and, and be able to open presents like, like most of us are able to do. And I want to thank Corner Pocket Bar and Grill on, to that end. They contributed this for tonight's winners, uh, a huge uh, wing feast, 100 wings, three oh, domestic nice. pitchers of beer, all of that go to the winner uh, tonight. If uh, if you're bowling and you guys win, this is this is one of your prizes okay, right nice. here. So you can, can't go wrong with that. Can we win it? Yeah, we cannot win oh, it. Well. We have a working relationship with Corner Pocket, and I imagine they may throw twenty wings at us. Yeah, yeah. Just like here you go. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, something that's like fair. that. But so, come on out, District A Five O. Come on out, and we'll be hanging out, and you can meet you can meet the Jeff Cameron. Oh boy, and, and, and uh, the rest of the crew. Yeah, everybody will be out there. We'll have a good time. It's just it's always overwhelming, man. Um, in, in terms of people's generosity. So uh, thanks for helping out in advance. All right. A few more questions while we can, we're running out of time. I've gotten to a ton of them today, guys. Good. More, we need a little more Twitter. No, no, no. I started the first 10 questions were from yeah. Twitter. He just, he guy, doesn't know. it never ends. I know it doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, all right, here we go. Well, Sean wants to know our favorite Mike Leach moment. Ironically, I guess I can say now mine would be when Jeremy Schapp asked him during his interview, what he would want his, legacy to be or his obituary to read and he says what the hell do i care i'll be dead yeah that's a good one point i'm gonna go with that one too yeah that's a pretty good yeah, answer that's a that's a, uh, yeah, yeah that's i like good the, the halloween candy's pretty good although i didn't agree with most of his halloween i just like the fact that he took an, a minute of television time when she asked him the dumb question about what what candy he likes Which to just was take the a, whole over a minute point and beautiful <laughs> and that was probably my favorite thing is the absurdity surrounding the game was often a head you know a light that he was focusing on like Really? Silent Reporter is going to ask me this yeah. as I'm jogging off the field? Come on, man. So here, we'll, we'll I think it this as long is so absurd. Want. We'll have yeah. some fun with this. I'll just talk to you about candy. <laughs> yeah, there was a bowl game in 01 where he's coming off the field, and he, they asked about whether or not they were going to come back out and play better or, or what they could do to adjust. He goes, I don't know. We're playing terrible right now. This is awful. And he just sprints off yeah. the field. I'm like, things like that, it's good. It's, it's fun to watch Definitely those kinds of moments. Yes. Um, what's a successful season now? Uh, this is from Twitter. Just so you know, nice. what's a successful season now uh, for 2023 to play in the ACC championship game, to make the playoffs, to win a national title, a let successful me, season. Let me twist, put a twist on this. Cause right. there was some, there was some blowback on the message boards last week. Oh, a couple boy. of the players, Micah Pittman, a couple of the other players talked about winning a championship next year. All these guys coming back, they're motivated to win a national championship, not just a championship, but a national championship in some cases. Man. Mm. Some people are like, man, just slow your roll, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine, which is understandable. Players can expect that, though. They can, yeah, but let me ask you this, though. This year, you lose a couple games early in the year. It's not they can stay on track. I know where this is headed. Yeah, if you if you if you have that mindset all offseason and, then you, and lose you lose early. to LSU, mm. what does that do? Do you think that they navigate that as easily as they did this year? This is where, when they go to a twelve-team playoff, we're going to avoid the scenarios right. that we've all watched a million times, which is a team that thinks they're going to play for a national title losing early and then well, half-assing the rest of the way. I don't know that that exists anymore. There's three one-loss teams in the playoff right now, including a team. Uh, no, no, but maybe a team not, from maybe Fort not. Okay, so two losses, you you well, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, yeah, I don't think I don't think the one loss but would I derail think, them. I think I the second loss might be like, well, what are we playing? Well, for if now? they have common sense, though, if they know mm-hmm. their Florida State in the ACC, this current Florida State, if they've got yeah. one loss, there's probably we're gonna have a tough well, time getting. Right, them. but well, you don't want to stress that to them. I'm just saying. Yeah, they I, watch college football. TCU made it, man. Nathaniel Hornblower writes, fellas. Just this evening, your off-season content dreams came true. In the sign that the Seminoles' curse is finally over, On3's national recruiting analyst, Sam Spiegelman, 
reported that Destin Hill mm. is expected to enroll at Florida State University in May. The best I can tell, this isn't actually a troll and is real, and it's a reputable account. Assuming he's in shape, we do need a speed guy to replace Pokey's vertical threat. Your thoughts? P.S. Get ready for a steady stream of Destin Hill questions for the next six months. We, we felt them already. We felt um, them for over a year. I mean, I think a year ago it would have been met with much greater fanfare. Right. I feel like your receiver room's pretty good already. And you'll just see what happens. If he you shows see. up, cool. If he doesn't. Either way, it's a story. Adds to the lore. Either way, yeah, exactly right. It actually the lore is great, man. The chubacabra. It's like uh, Ooh, it's like done. Deshaun Platt coming and mm-hmm. running routes, man. He's got eligibility left. So, would you rather have a coach that recruits three star talent, gets them to play like five star kids, or one that recruits five star players and gets them to play like three stars? He's talking about. Well, Obviously, the answer there is you want the kids that are playing like five-star kids. To play like five-stars. But the problem is that that's not what happens. It's you get three uh, stars to maximize their potential versus five stars not maybe maximizing their potential. That's the way that question probably should be worded. Because correct. if you get a guy to play like a five-star, yeah, that's the guy you want. You don't want the guy playing like a five-star versus the guy playing like a three-star. I was hoping you wouldn't nitpick him to death about he, his writing. But that's what I do. That's what I do. That was me. I was like, I think we will all know what he was intending to say, but Corey wanted to belittle the man. I didn't want to belittle. I'm saying that because the, <laughs> the overall sentiment of the question is a good one. I like the sentiment <laughs> of the question. but I, I still think you need to start. Five stars help, man. I think his point was there's been a lot of people during the course of the season as Florida State was winning with, and it's not a three star roster. There's no. plenty of four star guys yeah. on this roster, but the the perception and then but people are constantly saying, yeah, but he, he's not going to be able to sign five star guys. Right. Well, you know, is that which would is you, more? What would you rather have? At some point, you do have, have to sign a bunch of five star yeah. guys, and he think he will. Yeah. Uh, and and he's got one. And you know, I mean, we'll see if he can get a couple more. Well, and we made the comment last week that you know these guys don't go back into the signing class rate ratings. I guess on yeah. three now does do these ratings. Jaheim Bell is the number nine transfer in the country according out to out of twelve hundred out of yeah. twelve hundred people. He's so that's a five nine. star. That's a five star. That's an absolute five star. It's a can't miss. Jordan Travis is a five star now. Like if he was in the portal, he'd be two. Yeah. This is a good question uh, because I, I think there's we've thought about this and Leonard has kind of alluded to it. In a I mean, weird like way. number two overall, not a two star. Breno okay, wants to know, can we get some portal guys to play basketball? It's open. Uh, it opens for that sport, too. It is. It, you can. And well, he, he got one, and he yeah. blew out his knee. Yeah, and that yeah. one, that really hurt us, because defensively and as a rebounder and all that stuff. Well, yeah. and then Fletcher just blew out his knee, right. and he was a portal was a, kid. And, yeah. Oh, man. It is frustrating. It is. When he had, Oh, man. I can't answer any more questions about Destin Hill. Luckily, this one group's Quit a bunch reading of reading them. Well, I'm trying to get to as many questions as possible. These are Twitter questions. I'm with you. I would I, like I, you to I, discern. You to maybe be a little more discerning and I'm not, not just one, read whatever's in front of your face. I'm like not the one Ron yelling Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> with the addition of Destin Hill, Akeem Williams, Winston Wright, Jaheim Bell to the offense next season, is it possible that Jordan Travis passes for over 3,700 yards? Okay, that's a very specific question yes, and a number. Specific yeah, number. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's a possible number. He's close to three thousand, and it'd be. I don't know, man. It's three hundred a game. But you had drops, and well, every team's gonna have drops. Plus a couple of playoff games. Well, well, yeah, you throw in the playoff games and the ACC championship yeah, game. You're yeah. talking about three extra games. So yes, if you throw in the three extra games, I just think it's gonna be a run-oriented offense, even with Jordan Travis chasing a Heisman. So I would think you'd average two. I think he's gonna average two eighty, probably I mean, passing. Was, was he? A, is it like 2,700, something like that? No. I don't look at stats. 
I'm gonna put uh, that I'm on some, a shirt. <laughs> some nerd. You gotta spell it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta spell, you gotta spell that. Oh, out. oh yeah. Maybe a turkey pot pie. Tom wants to know if Ira can go onto the Warchamp motherboard and give Thomas Ortner his privileges back. He says he'll be a good boy, not to tell Gene Williams. And he goes on. <laughs> we've, we've had a banning, apparently. That he says, here's my real question. Uh, does the emergence of the battle's end free up money on Rising Spears' side for player acquisition? Jeff, by the way, I'll throw in $20 to a charity for the Jets. I took the Jets plus the points against the Bills last week and tried to warn everybody that that was way too many points, and I was right. I'm often right when it comes to gambling. Now, Twenty-seven ninety-six. By the way, thank you, Tom, for 20, that. Twenty-eight hundred. Yeah, thank you very. So, twenty-eight hundred yards he's thrown for, and he's got the Oklahoma game. So, you got to assume he's going to get to three thousand if he's healthy yeah. and plays. So. I don't know the situation possible. with Rising Spears' money, Tom. So, I, I all I know is the the guys that have been signed are battles in guys. So, we'll just continue to monitor from afar. Um, and I then, mean, theoretically, though, yeah. I mean, in the past, before Battles End showed up, Rising Spear was the dominant NIL right. provider. Right. So, if somebody was going to try to make something happened that would have been the one so you know yeah they're they still have been collecting money and they have money so yeah you would think they could be spread to other places so i just think you're gonna average 200 yards rushing it seems like that's Noel the thing it's, there's only so many yards out there wants to know with that with the potential this current group of pass catchers now assembled by mike norvell has shown what FSU team do you think had the best? Okay, so he wants to compare and contrast. What FSU team had the best complete pass catching trio of wide receiver, tight end, and running backs? Oh, I mean, thirteen was pretty that's a good. Hard one, 13, yeah, because yes. Davante Freeman in the screen game was really yeah, he was elite. really good. I was just about to, but go it was there. just those three guys at receiver. They didn't have any depth. And that, but he was saying if you just pick three, yeah, yeah, then it's got to be thirteen, right? And then you had no, Nick O'Leary. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, who's, that's the who's, answer. Like, who's a tight end in 93? Lonnie Johnson? Lonnie Johnson, who was really good, good and one. played in the league. Yeah. But he was not. But those receivers, I, yeah. I love you, Kez. And Kez was very, very love good Kez. in college. Tameric Vanover, I just I don't know that that – I think 13's the answer. That's it. That's all. I think we I'm being it. told to shut up. That's yep. it. We, we did, did it. Game. Come out, we come out did to District 850. 7 o'clock, the boy begins. You presents. want to get around 645? We'll be out there. District 850. Anything Gift you can cards, get. presents. Yeah. Anything you want. Cash. Thank you. Good job. For Ira Jules. and Corey, <laughs> firstborn son, <laughs> Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Be well. We'll talk to you later. And good olds.